I'm Rita. And we're happy to have you here today. Uh, we're actually in, entering our third year of doing sessions with Mary Jane. So wow. we've been, a lot of uh, Mary Jane and a lot of people in taking it with us, including our guest today. Please welcome to the podcast, Ash Hyatt. Thank you for being on the pod, Ash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how was your trip in from, uh, from the Bushwick area? Scurry. 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 It yes. was uh, my first time taking the New Jersey Transit. Yeah, thoughts? Um, I love it. <laughs> I like, I thought. Beyond is my brother works for them, so I will let him know anything <laughs> you hate, anything you want to fix, any insult. My sister in Christ, unless he can do something about the MTA. <laughs> I don't fucking give a shit about New Jersey Transit. Yeah. <laughs> got you, got you. It was okay, yeah. Awesome in comparison. Like, clean. Yeah. I love Nobody texted me. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. I got on the A train and there were so many people that it was three trains that passed by before it was like wow. nice and clear on wow. the platform. Wow. Yeah. No, so uh tell them to keep taking more New Yorkers <laughs> into New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, the MTA is just like a monster. I think like they, they try to fix it every once in a while, but it feels like it's the it's the same issues no yes. matter what. Yeah. New Jersey is great. It has the best coverage in possibly the world with like buses and trains but it has like the worst frequency with trains so like it doesn't even matter that you like can get o- almost anywhere with a bus or train because like i feel like the trains are just very irregular yeah like if like late night when you would want a train it's not available i remember yesterday i was getting back from work and i heard some dudes just like oh is the train running from the path and I was like, y'all suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just like kind of had this panic moment. They were all really high. And they like, didn't know what to do. And uh, I, yeah, I was just kind of like, I'm going to be in the corner until you ask. Yeah. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Well, yeah, so speaking of work, so like, what kind of like work have you been up to recently? Like, what are the kind of jobs that you've been uh, taking? Or what's, what's the, the, the influx of pay? The influx of pay. So I worked at TCS, which is a camera rental house, for like a couple years. And that was really chill because it was the first time I had like pseudo kind of um, like consistency in my schedule. Mm. And then I like joined the union and now I'm working uh, in the camera department in a, you know, less, less consistent fashion. Mm. So um, it's really cool, but really sucky. Like my mom really wants me to leave the industry. Mm. (laughs) She, um... (laughs) She didn't see me for like seven months, eight months straight because mm. I did like, you know, this one movie here and maybe it's like 18 hours total where you're working for 12 of those hours, maybe commuting for the rest or they go over schedule and it's, you know, like a really long day to the point where I'd go straight to bed. Mm. Don't talk to anybody. Like my best friend didn't hear from me for months. Mm. Um, yeah. And then, you know, get on a TV show, get another movie, go away for work um, in Philly, which was really sick. I found out that I love Philly. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's like, oh, my God, I'm I'm killing my body. But also, this is the coolest, most funniest, awesomest, um, most stressful thing I've ever done in my life. And then, you know, now we're in the winter schlump, which is the first time I'm experiencing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Where, like, I don't have a paycheck coming in because I'm not, like, staffed somewhere. So, like, even though it's slow, I'm getting paid. Yeah. It's very much like, oh, did I save enough money to just, like, not work for a minute and also like go out and have some fun um thankfully i did because somebody at tcs when i was leaving gave me a really good piece of advice which was don't change any of my spending habits because they classically pay really bad Mm -hmm. uh for a job as like a rental house worker Mm -hmm. um and so he knew that i wasn't making like baller money right but he was like you'll make more money but don't change any of your spending habits um and I didn't and I now have money for the winter which is sick (laughs) yeah I like definitely had several panic attacks about like oh it's been like four days without work and I was like but I have money it's okay but like you you don't work and then you're just like ah I'm gonna die like everything's crashing but you kind of like recondition your brain right it's very good that you have that experience right because you're like oh this is what it feels like not to work and like oh I have a life that I need to live yeah, like nurturing my relationship with my little sister. Mm-hmm. I got her those Kiwi Co Company boxes, um, which are just like these cute little boxes that they give you like a thing to make or a thing to paint or you know something to learn. Adorable. Yeah, yeah I would just do those with her once a month, and oh, cool. so yeah, it's been sick. It's like that's great. Like COVID time, ish, like just recentering. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think everybody gets locked in that. You're just so used to... You you confuse, you're like, the reason I exist and live is because I'm working. Mm. I have to, yeah. right? This provides for, like, whatever. And then you're just like, and you're like, wait a minute. No, fuck that. No, this is, this is not how it should be. You're like, I don't live to work. Yeah, I, like, this is fueling my, like, life. But I have, exactly, like, I have so many other interests. I have so many other things. Especially, yeah. gosh, working the hours you were working. Yeah. Long days. Yeah, I think the longest day that I had worked was, like, 22 hours but that's oh excluding God. the load in and the load out mm-hmm. that's like the actual working hours mm-hmm. it was like a really really long day mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah uh, yeah <laughs> in perspective <laughs> a full day is 24 hours yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most of it <laughs> yeah wow yeah that's like uh you know a doctor in the er kind of situation yeah, I guess. Do they work that long? I just made a general. Nah, they don't work two hours. How long is like, how long can their nurse? Yeah, yeah, sew it up. Yeah. Somebody else, I'm tapping out. Yeah, doctor, you didn't do anything. You just kind of opened and walked out of the room. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, but you're right. I, I think it is like similar. To, like definitely in terms of like the, like the length of hours or like the like, hecticness of it. Um, but at least they're saving lives. Right. Like when you're working, and I know that me and you went to film school together. Yeah. And I don't know how much you've worked in film since, like on set properly. Just like I, I did a couple like PA things my first, like when I first got out of there, but nothing really much since then. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know you're far more into writing. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Can't yeah. Wait to see that. This dude yeah. bangs um, out so many scripts. It's gross. He helped me write my thesis film. Oh great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing yeah. writer. Yeah. So yeah. We, we, like, no, for sure. Yeah, we, we didn't meet in, in that class, but like we like became like friends in that class for sure. Because I think like, I probably met you through Ethan Beller. I think because I think you guys yeah. already know each well, other. Yeah. Because we yeah we had like met IRL and really like gotten together. Yeah. With Ethan. Yeah. Um, I think it was what's her face, Jody Gibson. Yeah, yeah. So that was a classic. Yeah, that Ethan yeah. mentioned so many times on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Ethan Beller. We love him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we met in our. It was a I guess a screenwriting one, no two, maybe screenwriting two class. We met yeah. and uh, yeah, and, and we experienced the the crazy whirlwind that is Jody Gibson, and <laughs> yeah. uh, we learned some things and experienced some things, and then yeah, and then uh, and then later on, Ash asked me to uh, help co-write the script that you were writing, which was called yeah. Classic punk yeah, yeah so it's about an old woman who uh is just like a badass who wants her life back from her children we try to put an elderly one yeah yeah cool yeah, yeah cool. who would you cast ash if you could think of somebody a famous actor who would you cast as the old lady No, no, no. We don't have to. You don't have to answer. You don't have to say it. You can just say like next. Oh no, there is a top secret. You don't have to tell us. It's it's not top secret. I I told her about it and uh, she liked it a lot. And her agent was like, "There's no way in hell that you're doing this for nothing because she's very famous." Yeah. Um, the Rosie, the Hispanic one, who's Rosie Perez. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. I had asked Rosie Perez <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering if you could were not to say her name because I was just like, who what? Like. Oh no, I didn't say her name um, out loud because I didn't want to disrespect her by not saying her last name. That's right. We'll um, come. We'll come right to the part where. Oh you no, say no, no. Yeah. Rosie Perez. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but, I, for yeah. sure. But also, like, yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't know what Rosie. Very famous and very talented. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, Wait, how'd you meet Rosie? Uh, so I had two scholarships that took me to school, mm-hmm. um, and one of them was through this program called Urban Arts Partnership, which uh, is where I used to do like a lot of slam poetry, and I used to do a lot of activism with them, um, with Latino Justice, and um, yeah, they throw a gala once a year, and when I was in their video school, and they had given me one of my scholarships that put me through school, um, she was there, and we were just chopping it up because... She's uh, a person who cares deeply about young people mm. and about their education and about low-income and people of color. Mm. And so she uh, is a big donor to Urban Arts Partnership. Cool. Um, nice. Also with DMC and a couple of other really nice folks. Hmm. Cool. Um, She's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. super wicked. Um, wow. When I so did cool. my acceptance speech, she actually came up to me and shook my hand ah! uh, for my oh, scholarship. Oh, yeah. Wow, awesome. I would flip out. I feel like I probably would react how I just did, actually. <laughs> I'd be like, ah! 
Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. she just like, seems so cool and so fun too. She's wow. like amazingly kind in person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she so gives off that vibe. I'm so glad that that's actually true. Yeah. yeah, that makes me so happy. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg, also a really, really kind human being. What? Yeah. Okay, already. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the first act. You all dropped two names. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I see I, you, Ash. I see you. Okay, it's only to pay homage to the really wonderfulness of right. those people. Because yeah, Whoopi saw somebody reading uh, an Anne Frank book, and that kid was, and she didn't know it at the time, but he was like between housing and like you know, it was a place for kids who don't have a lot of money mm-hmm. and are inner city kids. Yeah, and um, so he was between housing, and she offered to fly him to Amsterdam to see Anne Frank's house, and that was like the craziest experience. For that kid for probably Whoa. his whole life. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like a super buddy of his, so I haven't kept up. But yeah. I remember wow. like everybody freaked out on his behalf yeah. uh, that day. It was like super. That's wild. Yeah. Cool. So Wait, I just want to take it back um, just because we were talking about writing. And um, yeah, like I said, it's gross. Brennan actually likes writing and he's really good at it. <laughs> yeah. Some of us really try to achieve that and uh, it just does not flow out as freely. Um, do you enjoy writing? And did that class get you into it or that was you were already into it? No, Jody is a sweetie because she um, let me take her class when I absolutely did not deserve to be there. Um, I'm a really piss poor writer. Uh, and that is why I was so concerned with making a thesis film because uh, part of the program is that you had to write and direct your own. And I was like, bitch, I want to be in the camera department. Why do I have to do this? Please don't make me do this. And uh, tack on my anxiety, I took uh, three writing classes to try and get my five-page thesis right. (laughs) Um, Because it was just like... I love the effort. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I figured if I was going to make something, I really want to make it cool. Um, For sure. You know, it came out how it did. I'm not mad at it, but, you know, would I change some things? No, that was a lot of effort. (laughs) (laughs) But you say you've done it. Yeah, it's done. It's done. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like so many stages. I mean, would you say, Brendan, that like so much of writing is your mental blockage? Like, I don't know. It's just like the, uh, uh it can be. hindrance we put on ourselves. I think, for, uh, like, yes, there definitely is, a, is a, a bit of like a self-imposed like part of it. Some part of it is just like your brain is like a living organism in a way and it's going to do what it wants to do. And like, you can't like force ideas. They have to come. I think it's just yeah. the biggest thing I, I learned. There's like two, like two, like very, like, um, important things I learned when I like really started getting to like like oh I'm gonna like write like every day like I'm gonna be like writing like it's gonna be like a discipline and one of them was to like write something finish a version of it and then don't touch it for several months and like go write other things because if you write other things by default you'll be a better writer when you come back to the other thing that you were working on yeah, yeah. And the, the other thing was just like being okay with I think I think it might be like Aaron Sorkin who said this where he's like you know there are gonna be some days where you like write and you write the best stuff you've ever written and you write pages and pages of stuff and then you'll be so happy and you'll go to bed and then you wake up the next day and you write nothing and he's like but as long as you like think of one new thing or have like one new idea he's like even if you spend like hours watching ESPN if you have like one line or one like character name he's like that's a win like right you don't apply so much pressure on yourself yeah because you do feel like an, or any new writer the expectation is like oh I have to write a lot of shit and I have yeah. to be good every day right that's a writer you have to be a writer and it's just like that's not how it goes yeah. that's not the practice even the greatest of writers write shit oh they yeah they go through a lot of bullshit to get to good shit like I don't know if you've noticed this new practice on um, Amazon, I think it is, of like these poetry books coming out that are just like stream of consciousness. No. <laughs> Had I seen that? That sounds familiar. <laughs> My buddy Alex keeps like sending them to me because uh, we're awful people. <laughs> <laughs> are they entertaining? Are they good? They're very entertaining. <laughs> but not in that like, oh my God, that was so deep and meaningful and impactful. It's like, wow, some of this is just like, I don't feel bad about myself <laughs> <laughs> basic question how did you fall in love with film (laughs) (laughs) what made you yeah i want to work in camera do anything in this industry where was the initial spark Uh, where was the spark so where did you grow up yeah did we talk about that no not yet sorry well dude that was so in the back of my mind um it started in high school so i grew up uh, in new york city 
Cool. In Sunnyside. I like how you navigate that. Um, <laughs> uh, in Sunnyside, my parents were divorced, so I also lived in Astoria. Woo! Divorced All parents. Queens, baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, not for Queen. Yeah, not the place. It was for the sad one. It's yeah. the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're like a doubly Queens person then because you got two yeah. Queens yeah, locations wow. in your belt. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just Queens. Yeah. Queens for me. Yeah. Uh, except when I went to Brooklyn College and it was all Brooklyn all right. the time. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it started in high school uh, at Urban Arts. I did the film program and I did like a bunch of art shit. Um, but why did you I go there? Also, why did you, why, like, uh well actually Why? my Why buddy dared me to go wait I was <laughs> this your entire <laughs> shot is based off of a dare that's great yeah my whole life is based off of my one buddy william haramacy if you ever are listening to this um <laughs> i didn't know what to do in life but i just dared to do this <laughs> well oh, he was so like weird. you know come hang out with some pals and mm. i was like word love you let's go do a thing so we go and hang out at this uh, poetry slam, and I never knew that my buddy Will was so fucking gay that he wrote poetry. <laughs> but I never told him that I wrote fucking poetry. Um, so, uh, and for anybody out there, I am gay as fuck. So. <laughs> Asterisk. We're cutting that now. Yeah, we're about to Because I was not like, like I wasn't a sharer. And I was like, all right, well, bitch, if I do that, then you gotta go and share yours. Mm. And everybody was doing slams, so it was at the end, they had an open mic. Scared out of my fucking mind. It's like the goofy scene. Like the goofy yeah, movie. movie, movie. <laughs> Sorry. And it was cringy, bad high school poetry. I was like, it wasn't thoughtful or entertaining. It was like, oh, I feel so bad about myself. And here's how, in a disturbing amount of detail. <laughs> have you gone back and read any of the stuff that you wrote yeah, in high school? It, yeah. I do still have it, yeah. and I don't open it. But I have it, and I'll have it yeah. forever. Yo, it's Yo like, one day, one day, maybe yeah. when you're super old. Yeah. yeah. Open yeah, and I'll edit everything by just erasing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so fucking. Yeah, that should maybe pass down to a generation. Yeah, and I still, have, I still have notebooks from when I was like definitely in high school and like like a little after it's high school. It's cringe. I don't like yeah, it. And it. Yeah, and it feels like because you know like what's like the worst the where like the worst way someone can insult you or roast you is when they get like, really personal and very specific to you. And like when it, it's almost like yourself is doing it to yourself by accident. Like they're like they're like saying all these things like these things that you have insecurities about. Like just like writing it yeah. out, trying to get it out, and you go back and read, you're like fuck. I remember when I felt that way. I feel that way again now. Well, it's interesting when I look back and read it. I'm the like I'm just like, oh my god, Rena, this is so dark. Like, get over yourself. <laughs> I'm like that. Well, you I'm not your past self. I should write, yeah, exactly, journal about my past journals to roast my past self. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but it, it, like, I do see it as just like, I'm being so dramatic and I'm like, life is so much better now. But then it's funny because I write shit now and I'm like, oh, this is so, uh, like, really bad shit. And then 10 years later, I'll read it and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. Like, this is, your life was fine. Yeah. Like, you did. Uh, you had three square meals. <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like, you know, knock on wood and I can't you know a lot of so other people cannot say that mm. and it's like they've yeah. actually people have been through really difficult shit yeah. but of course when you're a young kid at the time which is why you can't compare one person's pain to the other yeah. every circumstance is different you can't yeah. like if a kid's really feeling low this is how he's feeling yeah. acknowledge it doesn't yes. matter what the reason what he's feeling is valid yeah. yeah I mean I always used to tell my ex who like loved to hate himself um, that, you know, everybody's allowed to Don't have their 10. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, if you're some rich kid from the Hudson, your 10 is still whatever the fuck your 10 is. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, like, if you're some kid out in, I don't know, the Bronx. Maybe, <laughs> 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 you went with the Bronx, I thought you were going to be, like, someplace in Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A kid, you know, who's rich over here. No, I'm talking about people I know. Uh, I'm talking about people I know. I don't know. Kentucky, bro. <laughs> I thought you were just trying to be a 
country of Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, world. And don't put that on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> journaling interesting yes. it's very, very different from we're young and then older yeah. um which we had the, have the um the poetry slam go like, did yeah you yeah, feel, yeah did you feel good class. about it afterwards or did you like were you like like what was your experience with that uh, i mean i was like shaking in my pants right i yeah. was like oh fuck all these really cool people are here who just like i listened to all of their shit how many really people lovely. were there do you remember at least like 30 yeah, it's yeah. good. That's good. That's a good group. It's good, a good chunk. Good crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Thirteen-year-old me, I hit puberty. I was like, no, I can't. I can't be seen. <laughs> no, I was being sarcastic. That is like that. Uh, that would intimidate me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mood. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the director of the uh, of the program was there, and he came up to me and he was like, "Dude, that was like really great." I was like, you're lying. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> the director came to talk to you. Sorry, I'm yeah. getting excited. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, um, and so he asked me to to come to the to the school. Oh, and that's so cool. Yeah, then he was like, you can do whatever you want here. And so I did. I did poetry, and then I did the leadership. Um, and I did wow, the girls group, and the boys group, and the you know square, and the circle group. And it was just like there all the time, trying not to be home. Yeah. Um, I love how that just falls into that just fell into place. Yeah, it was really lucky. Just I don't one think thing, I yeah. would have been doing this otherwise, honestly. Because mm. like when we did a documentary for Latino Justice, it was to uh, help um, stop the uh, the uh, broken windows policy of stop and frisk, stop mm. and stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, so like they would you know stop black and brown kids all over the city and just like search them for shit. Um, and we made a documentary and it like actually was impactful, mm, you know, cool. like the mayor watched it and stuff and you know, that policy then changed, uh, mm. and it felt like, oh shit, if you like hold a camera to people and like you give them a voice, you know, like you can really, you can really make a change. You can impact mm. people. Of course, my career has had none of the pleasures of doing that for me for money. Mm. Um, cause but you were saying, when we were saying so doctors hard. though, like we were like, oh, they save lives. Art does save lives. Our creates chains and try something like it's a ripple effect. It's a chain. It is. Effect. It's not quite the one to one that a doctor creates, right? Sure. Like we don't yeah. necessarily walk away from somebody that we've killed and then have to live with ourselves to yeah. go and save somebody else. Yeah. Uh, which I think sure. is its own pleasures and pains, right? Um, but we do, you know, sacrifice our time and our money and you know the respect of other people. Yeah. Like I was. Uh, you know, I come from uh, an Indian and Italian heritage, and my mom really wanted me to be a doctor or something, mm, uh, yeah. which is not uncommon <laughs> for people like me. <laughs> and so I went to school to be um, in like robotics and biology. OMG! Um, yeah. same, like exactly the same. Yeah. High school robotics, did that at first competition, and then alternate college. Yeah, biology major. I have a degree in biology, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, <laughs> Disappointment Club, nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, he just shook my hand, I have to say. That was really, really good. Because yeah. people couldn't see that, but that was perfect. Yeah. That was well, perfect. it's really like a handshaking sound. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, but so I, I just kind of, like, combined with the loves. is like, maybe I'll be able to impact somebody's life, and, like, cameras are cool. Always have a toy to play with. Yeah. What are their thoughts, your parents, for what you are doing now? Well, uh, my dad always wanted me to follow my dreams, so I know he's proud of me. Um, and my mom. She come around. She, yeah, I mean, she's just stoked that I can pay my bills and I don't have to ask her for money. You know. Yeah. So I think she's pretty happy. She likes you. Yeah, doing what makes you happy. Yeah, she used to worry when I was working um, in the non-union sphere, like, work was far less, uh, Mm. you know, consistent. Um, But she, like, as soon as I got a full-time job at TCS, she was like, okay, fine, you can make money, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the parents, of course, the parents always like the safety net. 
you must have the safety net. Yeah. Right, but like you, you can't live in my house, but you must have your own. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> my number one concern is your security. Like that yeah. is where they come from. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of, that is what like most parents do want is they want to just be able to be like like they want to know that you are okay. Like, you have to be self sufficient. Like, so yeah, and because I think that that's like that's like, the reality. Parents the biggest fear is like you of want, them not like, being there anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you die and then what happens? Exactly. Yeah. And and like you, I think you like all parents want to be able to like go and be able to know like their kid is going to carry on in this world and be okay in some capacity. You know. So. Yeah. Um, uh, question: What like how much um, does the quality of the project they are working on have an effect on like your enjoyment of it? Like uh, yes, in general. Uh, I think it's kind of interesting because I really liked Susie Searches, mm. um, which is Steph's movie from 86 that I really liked Susie Searches, uh, which is Sophie's movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, Sophie. Love you, Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and she brought a lot of love to the project um, and was just like really kind to everybody. And it was, you know, she's a young, she's a young woman and, um, you know. Not that young, but <laughs> she's like Youngish. A, she's young for a director. Yeah. It's amazing that she got the chance to do that. Yeah. And uh, you know, it was like obviously a labor of love. She had like this binder that she brought with her all over set and like was like, Oh, it's okay, let's get this exact thing that I worked on for like years and years mm-hmm. and like she just poured so much effort into it. Um yeah. and well, I really loved working on that movie because yeah. I think like the positivity just seeped out. Mm-hmm. Um but, like, mostly within the group of people that I worked with, like, those four or five key people um, that'll be on the camera department, I find if, if you know, we drive well and, like, you know, we work hard and long days, so sometimes people get snappy, and I've mm. definitely been snappy, and it's not nice or fun all the time, but if you can get past those moments with people and, like, really find the joy in the, in the good ones, like, mm. oh, it was a nice day out when it shouldn't have been, or it didn't rain, and we were all really prepared for it to maybe, mm. like, you know, th- those are really special, fun days. Mm-hmm. Um, even if, like, the content sucks, you know, because not all of them are winners. Right. And, you know, I mean, even... But it's experimentation. You don't know. Yeah. Right? That it's bad mm-hmm. while you're making it. Hopefully, Hopefully yeah. comes out, or yeah, also, but yeah. also, you know, it's subjective. Right. Well, it also could take a really long time. Like, yeah. this is my, yeah. I'm in year one and some change mm-hmm. right now of working in the union and like having this kind of consistency with work. Yeah, go unions. Um, yeah, go unions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jordan, speak up. I love you. Sad. No, that's my fault. <laughs> totally even did the union thing and like made you lose your uh, train of thought. Uh, um, <laughs> we're all thinking about yeah, the train of thought. Uh, when you did the project unions, bonding with people. Uh, oh yeah, those key four or five people that yes. you hang out with. Yes. Go, thank you. Um, if they're really great, it makes the time fly by because mm. not yeah, all of them are winners. Yeah. 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 No. I mean, in general, it's kind of just how it is. Like when you have good coworkers and you just like enjoy being around each other, just yeah. Makes everything oh my god. Easier, yeah. You know? Like I think I, I think in theory you want to do something you enjoy doing also, but it's like if you're even if you're doing something, it's like whatever. It's like eh, but if people are cool and you're having fun, then you're like, hey, I'm making money and also I'm like like passing yeah. time. That's like pretty yeah. enjoyable. So yeah. That's how adults get miserable though. Yeah. They don't remember how to have fun, and we're all kids yeah. at heart still. So we want the part of the job to be fun. We're still looking <laughs> for things like people, community stuff, whatever. Why do we enjoy shit only when it's fun? It's just like, oh, I wonder, because it releases dopamine. It makes us feel good. Like, that shouldn't change when you're older, but unfortunately... Well, people tell you that everything that you think is wrong for so many years in your young life that you're like, well, I can't skip anymore. That shit's gay. (laughs) (laughs) Skipping rocks. Yeah. Yeah, Yo, I skip in the parking lot probably often, actually. Yeah, I love skipping. I do. I do a little skip. Yeah. yeah. So Pet many people up. in our generation, though, also are like so poor that it's like they can't. They can't afford to skip. Yeah, no. you have to fucking drag us. 
it's not wrong, though. You're realizing this is Because when you have deep despair from no money, you can't bring yourself to For sure. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. I can't get a house. I don't want to skip in somebody else's grass. like short film yeah. like someone yeah. just so like poor and depressed yeah. and they just live in a place where they don't have lawn to skip but around like so like skip yeah. 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 is this you <laughs> do you feel so sad walking around in somebody else's grass <laughs> <laughs> you're never gonna have grass of your own and then it's sponsored by um what's the antidepressant drug <laughs> Some Balto. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah. But the, no, the super popular one that people take. What? Mm. Jordan. You know what? Jordan. Lexapro? Yeah, Lexapro. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking yeah, of. Brought to you by Lexapro. You know, Lexapro, <laughs> get on that. We're waiting yeah. for you. You're welcome. Yeah. You can send your check to, <laughs> <laughs> to I'm Brooklyn. I'm asking <laughs> talking to your doctor. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, hot take, Jordan. Hot take. <laughs> no, we won't dive into that. But, <laughs> but Jordan, it's now it's a SAG actor. Jordan is against Lexapro. Everybody, we just gotta make it clear <laughs> no, here. So, no, so he's I'm not in that commercial. He's, he's just said that he's not saying that. So you're saying that everyone should be on Lexapro. <laughs> oh, oh, Justin, <laughs> Jordan. Oh. A little bit of sedation is good for everyone. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, you have a lot of options. Which headline you want to go with? Do you want to go with Rena? Do you want to go with Ashley or Jordan? headline you yeah, choose your own news cool. right picking the poll <laughs> that's true yeah that's what we all want oh yeah okay so <laughs> um what was your point with poor people and skipping why were we talking about skipping oh kid at heart Ooh, i really gotta backtrack myself we're talking about the economy because if you i i, I I think I said it. Uh, no, yeah, no, no, you're you skipping in someone else's grass. No, no, no. I'm just saying to go back. How we got to that was saying like yes, being a kid at heart and working, um, and yeah. you were enjoying the people oh. you were actually working with. Yeah, you got. Yeah, there. I was going to say. Yeah. Um, so uh, the last movie that I worked on, they had to let go of the B camera team, but before they were let go, um, I had bought us all these laser guns play on set with oh. and I was so very Amazing. stoked to bring them onto the truck but the, the mood got dampered and it never felt right to bring them out um, course, you know it's yeah. kind of like oh man all of our buddies had to dip yeah. you know and these are good guys Yeah. so um, yeah I, I just it was like oh for the fallen but yeah. I like I can't wait for the next movie I've got a whole bunch of laser guns I'm just gonna stick them in the truck you yeah. know at lunch and just yeah. Oh, that's so great. Game that's on. so great. Yeah. If someone surprised me with laser guns, I'd be like, Yeah. <gasps> I'd be so, that, that makes me so stoked. Yeah. Well, I was working on this one movie, or well, it was a TV show called Poker Face. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah, do you like it? Uh, I haven't like, watched it yet. I worked on it a couple of days. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I helped them with like the last week. Um, <laughs> but all of the Teamsters had like gotten into the habit of using like these. Um, like water guns, except they're like little pellets of like squishy. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like a jelly jam. <laughs> and like the loader, the full time loader on that, he was just like shooting at the <laughs> teamster. <laughs> and it's like some automatic rifly kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but I don't want to clean those. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your lasers are yeah. all Someone's always got to clean up everything. True. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Your boy is here to clean. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What are you looking forward to doing? Ooh. Like uh, in the Ash in the future, what would you like to be working on or creating or pro like Oh uh, well actually open? I've got two things that I'm thinking about. Um and lopping off my titties just came up as number one. <laughs> <laughs> That's an answer. That's an answer. That's yeah, a thing. yeah. I was keeping it up. Check it up. One out of two. I was keeping it up. Vain yeah. on purpose. Yeah. If I was able to afford that, that'd be chill. Nice. You know, no, no happiness. Can't afford to skip in this economy. <laughs> not in this grass. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the two things I want to accomplish, uh, like myself as a, as a male identifying person, mm-hmm. Um, I really find like the spectrum of sexuality and like the representation of it to be like a really cool like I just think people are pretty Um, (laughs) yeah they're just like pretty good looking right so I wanted to make a picture book uh, that's kind of in the gradient of like femme to mask Mm. and ask like a bunch of buddies to just like you know come out and like whatever they think is their most like gender euphoric like 
shit. Uh, um, that's so interesting. Know, and then put them like, like I see this one person on TikTok who is very like femme presenting, but they go by he and him. And um, when he talks about it, it's like, yeah, I guess who the fuck cares? Like, there are gay dudes who wear fucking frilly shit all the time. Yeah. yeah. And they're, you know, it's just as valid to want to be a man who looks hot as fuck in the body that you have. Like, yeah. Whatever. We all like to be hot. Yeah. So it would kind of be like, that would probably be somewhere closer to the middle, <coughs> still in the masculine space. Mm. You know? So mm. I, I just like think like making a little gradient book would be like really sick. Cool. That's so yeah. interesting. Cool. That'd be a great kids book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have to simplify things. I was gonna things. say, I really want them to look like pretty sexy though. There's an adult version. Yeah. I mean, young kids are definitely tapped into themselves more now than before. Honestly. Yeah, but they're also far more depressed than anybody else. Yeah, well, been. that's for fucking yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 I don't know this if I want true. to give them the key this to their depression. Because <laughs> I was fine before I knew I was a man. Yeah. And then it got weird. It was like, I thought I was pretty good looking. And yeah. then I was like, well, I don't look like how I want to look at all. Yeah. Here's my new problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, how, like, where are you at now with that problem? Like, how do you feel like you are on your journey of, like, understanding yourself or just, like, being comfortable with yourself? Um, it's pretty funny because, like, uh, I was talking to my buddy about this the other day. Um, but I, uh... I, you know, look like a pretty hot chick. Mm-hmm. Like, if you didn't know me, you didn't respect who I was, and, and, you know, like, you just looked at me and said a thing. If I dressed up the way that I used to dress up, I'm like a pretty hot chick. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to appreciate the benefits of walking around as a hot chick in New York, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, walking around like this doesn't do a whole lot for me other than make me feel good and warm inside. <laughs> <laughs> um, so sometimes it's kind of like, like, my sister asked me the other day if I wanted to go out as a hot chick so we could get free drinks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I kind of do. Yeah. yeah. And I, like, dressed up in all her clothes. And it was, like, a really nice night. You know? Yeah. Didn't, didn't touch my wallet. And, you know, got hit on by a bunch of really hot people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it took me a long time of being like, oh, I'm going to be so far away from that and so far removed to, like, have the space to, like, miss <coughs> it in a way that doesn't feel... Um, that doesn't make me feel defensive mm. about who I am, mm. you know? Um, and then also just, like, I feel like, you know, with that whole, you're probably the most homophobic when you're gay. Mm. You're also probably the most transphobic when you're trans, <coughs> I think mm. might be one way to say it. Because, wow. yeah, like, I had to go through a lot of really shitty feelings mm. to get to, like, oh, yeah, that dude who dresses in, like, a cute frilly dress for TikTok, like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. You know, it, it took me a long time being like, that's not real. Yeah. You know, to, like, my buddy Narciso, when I first came out, was like, I think I kind of feel this way, dude. Um, he was like, you need to stop using she and her. And uh, I was like, oh, it's just so weird and ingrained, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I felt like I was lying to the world. I was like, dude, I still have, like, I still look like this. Mm-hmm. If I say that shit, people are just going to look at me funny. Like, I don't want people to... I don't want people to notice me, period, most yeah. of the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it just took a lot of, like, effort. But it's all worth it. Yeah. Getting to the other side of it, I feel, like, way better than I ever have. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know. And sometimes I can still get free drinks, which yeah. is chill. <laughs> Do you now, like, feel like those two different versions of you, the one from the past and, the like, the new person you've become, do you view both in a beautiful light, though? Because uh, now I mean, you're both very hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm you're you're it's like hot. I it's see so it as like yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I see it as like you're just a person. It's everybody's just a person, a human being, and you're attractive. Like, also style, like, it's, inter- like, what did I do? First thing I complimented was your glasses. And then also I went to the bathroom and was like, damn, he's great here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just like, fuck a motherfucker. Like, it's just like, yeah, it was just, I also love that it, like, it's just, you're just, um, what's the word? I don't know, aura. Your vibe, like, it's just what you give off. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that would have, I, I feel like, you know, this is getting too nice. Sorry. <laughs> I'm feeling very seen right now, and I just said I didn't want to be seen. <laughs> 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 the portion of the podcast. Focusing on you yeah. before. 
is, is, so is it like is, like generally hard to take a compliment for you or like how like what's like yeah, yeah. that's years from childhood abuse yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so many of us deal with yeah. that yeah. like I think earlier we were talking about um, the comforts of of like a 60s and 70s parent yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what they can offer you yeah yeah I love how we're back there that sounds like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes it's not a whole lot yeah, yeah. yeah. well it's also interesting when you're growing up that is when you're doing your self discovery yeah right you as an individual because the only thing you have absorbed are your parents mm-hmm. who are they yeah. what are they like how do they act how do whatever you like that takes years for people yeah. that's also how I view it I'm just like chemically neurologically like you you could be discovering you're an entirely different person come career sexuality or uh interests hobbies whatever it is when you're 50 mm-hmm. like yeah. you have to sometimes it takes decades to uncondition yourself from whatever society and like this culture as a whole like has portrayed or uncondition yourself or unlearn what your parents have taught you and you're yeah. like oh wait a minute everybody's on their own timeline and their own pace so it is like it's kind of a rude awakening (laughs) sorry for getting so deep but it is like being a kid and you're just like god damn it like i was so safe and warm in my little bubble and then i found out all this shit (laughs) and you're like this dad fell from the pedestal this mom (laughs) (laughs) but it's also like yes you still love him care about the dude whatever but you just have different views yeah you see the world differently Right, and then that is like so much self reflection, and then it's like, yeah, everything is like. I feel like that's an ongoing journey. Yeah, yeah. But personally, but yeah. Yeah, because the way you view the the people in your life is always going to evolve and change as you get older, and you like, especially if they are older than you, because like you're getting like you're always get like it's weird because you're you're getting closer to like their age, especially especially your parents, right? But like, but then like as you're getting like you'll never be the same age as them, right? But you just understand them a little more. Exactly. Yes, at certain ages, right? But and then and then like ten more years pass, and you're oh, I get this part of it a little bit now. Like sometimes, like not always like, i think sometimes uh i think you yeah i think you do understand something either you understand them or you understand why they do the things they do or why they are the people i think it's are. a choice for sure because some people stay stuck yeah they do well, not change or they do not understand their parents the time because like, i feel time yeah. gives you that to the understanding yeah. and you're learning more about them learning about more of yourself so well, you're it depends just, if you're willing to change. stay engaged with them right of yeah. course never learn right. yes step away. Right. of course so, yeah. yeah i mean some people it's like the pleasure of ignorance which i wish i had the pleasure of stupidity you <laughs> definitely don't <laughs> 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 you can tell are deeply depressed <laughs> people do not there's some i you know have a friend who's never experienced depression has never been depressed has not do that's like that's not real that's, but it is no i've got like there's some the they're sad yeah. they get sad right. but they do not get to like a very low point like there's yeah. just not like i've had a conversation it's not with like this trauma person. response that affects other trauma response yeah. that affects <laughs> that like spiraling <laughs> depression yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> But some people, I don't, I don't know. I like, yeah, well, I think like a lot of times, it, like, like not all wealthy people are exempt from depression, but there are a lot of wealthy people that are. And like, it's the kind of thing you were saying before about like, someone's like worst day is their worst day. It's like, it's like you only are your experiences, whatever. So it's like someone who, if someone like has like not struggled and they've always been able to get whatever they wanted and they've never had any kind of like loss or anything like that. It's like. I guess like maybe they at some point they'll get existential about it and they'll like they'll develop their own like they'll self-induce their own depression but some of them won't some of them will just be like this is my life and some people have all those other issues and they still find ways to pull themselves deeper in that same bullshit nonsense yeah 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 Yeah. there's always lower to go I found that out yeah yeah. I know that some people say oh when you hit rock bottom I don't think that I've ever found a bottom that couldn't couldn't use a shovel It's, that's a really good yeah. way to phrase yeah. it. It's so funny to me that, because you say existentialism, that in high school, when we were like 15, 16 years old, oh God, what is that from this book? I don't think it's the Bible. It Albert, Albert, no. no, Albert Camus. <laughs> no, I actually never read the Bible. I thought about it actually the other week. I was like, should I start reading the Bible? <laughs> Just for literature. <laughs> that's the best story ever told. Yeah. I, was, I was in the library and I'm like, I read memoirs a lot and I know not a 
Bible's not a memoir, but like it is historical fiction. <laughs> Jesus' memoir. I mean, it's something that got everybody to believe in God. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's definitely a pretty moving piece. I've read, <laughs> yeah. I've read, well, <laughs> I've read some of it. I like keep promising my uncle that I'm going to read it. Because, um, <laughs> you know, he's a Jehovah's Witness who wants uh, to save my soul. Right, right, right. I, I love him to pieces and I think it's so thoughtful. But That's so nice like, of you that you say, like, you. You gotta do it. You gotta I know do I do. You sent me a 30 page email the other day. Yeah, and then I told him that it was a little bit too long. And so he's now sent it in three uh, two page chunks with extra spacing. <laughs> um, and he's gonna continue sending me one every week like a newsletter. <laughs> That's such a good idea! Wait, yeah. if I give you my email address, can you start newsletter i yeah. fucking read it that's the only way i'll be disciplined to yeah do right, just like sure. get a little piece of it at a time yeah oh my yeah, god so i feel like it's a great subscription this is a new market for late night help <laughs> yeah. start sending out bible subscriptions yeah then i'm like i'm just to be like a, a page or two yeah the whole testament free, right? yeah. <laughs> wow but I, I was saying in high school they made us uh, read about existentialism and i'm like why the Brick, would you make a high schooler read about existentialism? Just because I feel like, or certain things we read in middle school, I'm like, just because I feel like we were such a hormonal mess already. Yeah, and yeah, you're going man. through set, and then you're like, now my mind's fucked. <laughs> but it's, I mean, I get like, yes, we should. I just, I don't know. I feel like we read really adult books when we were in high school, and I was just like, I don't know if I was ready for that. Yeah. You must have gone to a really good school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we went to a very inner city school. Yeah. Um, no, for sure different. Yeah. yeah, the craziest shit I read, I found myself. Yeah. <laughs> or with the help of my dad. Yeah. What's some of the crazy shit that you uh, that you've read? Um, just like a hundred million little pieces. That like memoir that was a total lie, but then like Oprah was like apologized to the world. I heard about this. I haven't read it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I watched uh, Shawshank wow. Redemption and uh, what's that really fucked up movie? Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Deeply disturbing movie. It was like my favorite for years. Is it Requiem for a Dream? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wait, wait, don't say anything. I haven't seen that. Haven't seen that. Haven't seen that yet. I know I Jordan was telling me the other day and he's just like, I'm like, how would you describe it? I'm like, what is Requiem by a Dream? And he's just like, you just have to just a heroin addict going at it pretty yeah. much I think oh jeez yeah. it's like you <laughs> sound like such a mom <laughs> oh jeez yeah. I don't want to watch a heroin addict yeah there are there are not a lot of movies that I would not rewatch again I like I, and like it's really? like it's, it's, really it's, really it's, it's a it's, it's a it's fantastically well made movie and it is I do not want to who's see in it who? Jared Leto um uh, what's her name um uh yeah, Jordan's in. Oh gosh, I got, I'm not gonna be able to get who the older actresses. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, right here that. we go, Google. Yeah. That is what we do in this generation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna sit here and struggle, and yeah. I struggle. I was gonna recede to the back. It always works. I can't uh, Jennifer Connelly, yeah. Ellen Burstein. Burstein. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, what I was trying to remember. Marlon yeah. Wayans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Marlon yeah. Wayans. Like, yeah. I remember, I was, I was like, because I, I definitely had seen white chicks before that. I'm like, two very different movies. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, uh, yeah. but they do Mark, Mark, Mark always make good for Mark drama. It's, it's true. not the other way around. It's, yes. Yeah. This is the guy that, funny guy. that yeah, plays yeah, the um, uh, head cartel dude in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Oh, uh, Isn't that yeah. oh Hector? Hector Saul. Yeah, Hector? he plays Hector. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Love David Dan. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So if if how, if you're taking like the percentage of your like your introversion versus your extroversion, like what percentage introvert are you and what percentage extrovert would you say you are? Okay, it's really funny that you asked that. Just because uh, I've got this buddy Brenton, we used to call B Bang. <laughs> and Damn it. B Bang wait, 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 wait. for Bible Banger. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So it's funny that we get to share the Bible thing, but now we get to talk about B-Bang. Wait, his name's Brenton? Brenton. Brenton Kaplan. So you know a Brendan. <laughs> and a Brenton! <laughs> yeah. uh, a small world. You're living a yeah. sitcom. <laughs> and they're very different people. <laughs> um, what was I going to tell you about Brenton? What was your question, Brenton? Introvert, extrovert. Oh, yeah. So we were both in this class... Um, 
in this class to find out more about who we were. Um, and our teacher made us take the Myers-Briggs and whatever else mm-hmm. kind of shit like that. Yeah. And one was putting us physically in the room from extroversion to introversion mm-hmm. on a scale. Okay. Um, and Brent was all the way at introversion, and I was all the way at extroversion. And so I looked over to see who the last guy down the line was, and I waved at him, and then I decided to sit across from him and make my best friend. Wow. <laughs> and uh, he was... Very much not into it for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're good buddies now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But... Wait, so, so you put yourself on the scale where you play, where you think you are? Or like, or like the, the Our teacher? Our professor did. Oh, okay. That's yeah, she made us take uh, all these exams and things and put us um, to show us, yeah. like, as a quality of the room. Yeah. I mean, did you agree with her assessment? I mean, we took the tests, like... I guess she's got a method to the madness. Yeah. But I just wonder, I wonder by, like... I don't know if you had, like, just, like, a different feeling at that time or, like, also now. How do you feel more of... Well, I think the pandemic kind of fucked us all up. Yeah, yo. I feel far more introverted than I've ever felt. That's, yeah, yo, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that's, like, I overheard some folks talking on the train, and one of them was talking about how, um, like, there are things that people need and crave, but the longer that you're away from it, uh, the less you remember how to crave it. Hmm. Um... And I thought that was pretty interesting because, like, yeah, I used to love going out with my buddies. And now instead of going out with my buddies, well, I'm, I'm trying to force myself out of it. But um, I'll, like, play a video game and just, like, sit in my room or, like, be depressed and just sleep for, like, hours. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, I could just go and, like, throw axes at a bar. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> go get laid. But no, I'm going to, like, sit in my bed and just be a schmuck. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because, like, my body is so conditioned to be like, you ain't got what's out there (laughs) but it's like no there's like a world and cool shit and cool people and nice people and and yeah you don't want to be like oh i spent my whole life just by myself yeah you do have to you have to like force yourself to engage though for sure it was never like a thing that i had to force myself to do once upon a time i was extroverted enough like that was just the shit i wanted to do yeah like i would just be outside um and now it's like oh i could be home yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah. That shit's sick. Yeah, because it's like very easy to talk yourself into like just doing what you're doing already, you know? Whether it's good or bad sometimes. It's like, it's like if you're enjoying yourself, you're like, oh yeah, like I'm comfortable, I'm in my sweatpants, I'm eating food that I like, or I move from the spot that I'm in right now. But then sometimes yeah. it's, Yo, comfort is yeah. probably the thing that makes it the weakest link. For yeah, me. it's like, very conflicting. Yo, thing. if I'm in my PJs, I don't have, like, I also love not having a bra on most of the. Wow, TMI, sorry, I forgot we were recording. I Sometimes, yeah, I get so grounded on my, which is how I'm having a regular conversation. Um, love just being like super relaxed, don't like being like binded by stuff or anything. And then like being here with the cat, like having food so close by. I was like, hey, why would I leave? Yeah, yeah. we just had to go outside without a bra more. <laughs> I think that's what we learned. Outside free I do. I feel like since the pandemic, I, I have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Just way like, just not like, yeah. Because who the fuck cares? Yeah. You know? Like, some people will be weird about it, but some people will look at you and just decide they hate your guts anyway. So. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it makes me so self conscious because <laughs> I'm always thinking about what other people think, and I'm just like, oh, but what if they see it and they think like, oh, that's not an acceptable, acceptable, nice thing to do. That's not a, like. A, like <laughs> I don't know why I think that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, like, yeah. somebody in Walmart getting mad at you for not wearing a bra. <laughs> okay because the thought pattern is like i love my boobs and i know how good they are and like people have to be paying attention to them and then goes into oh no what but what are they thinking now they see it and now that like they know i'm not wearing a bra and like tisk tisk all because you know i think the answer always lies in science (laughs) now scientifically the like your skin has a certain amount of elasticity in it and yeah. if you don't use it, you lose it, like any good language. <laughs> so when you wear a bra too often, you're losing the elasticity yeah. because your yeah. skin isn't doing anything anymore. This is so true. If, if somebody this gives you true. shit, you're like, look, I'm doing it for my health. This is true. You don't understand, and I think you're being really uh, ignorant right now to the science. 
people like a, the teacher was like oh the next thing that may go extinct or we may lose is our hair because we're so used to wearing clothes so we no longer need hair for actual like warmth yeah. and like i was like what are you talking about crazy lady i'm like we're always gonna have hair and then i was like wait <laughs> i don't know if that would happen obviously things have happened like if we told you you I mean, know yeah, we don't more and more people are being born without two bones uh, on their form. Whoa. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, you used to have two bones right here. Huh. Um, but why, why is that evolving out? Oh, it was like in Freakonomics. I don't know if they know. <laughs> <laughs> I read it for the weird fact. I didn't read it for the science fact all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. I will, I will, yeah. Mental note, I, I will look that up. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's because we used to use the forums for horseback riding. And now we drive cars, which uses the forums very well. You use your forums when you type. I don't know if we had genetic shift within all of the human species. To yeah. like, I'm talking yeah. like genetic shift when like, you know, your tailbone came uh-huh. out. Like obviously you don't have tails anymore. Like whatever. <laughs> genetic shift, we no longer have gizzards. Yeah. Because we do not need to, like all of our food is cooked now. And like we're not trying mm-hmm. to break down very rough material. Mm-hmm. Um does my body know I'm going back to Gaia soon? <laughs> yeah. Wait. What do you mean? Oh, like I, I'm gonna like live off the land and I'm gonna like leave the city and run. What? For those are actual yeah. goals? Uh, yeah. You... If I got to live like my classic best life scenario, yeah. uh, I'd definitely be somewhere else, like just chilling in the woods cool um, like nomad fucking weirdo yeah well dope yeah yeah hopefully like with somebody or solo are you available not one somebody i'm not like a hook me up to the next closest body i'm (laughs) just gonna make it happen like i want like 10 people yeah 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 like a little a little group we can have like comedy nights you know poetry nights show our souls (laughs) you know (laughs) we don't want to be all alone that would suck so like a commune like a cult that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason people are drawn to cults. It's because yeah, there, they, yeah. there's an appeal. There's yeah. the thing of like, oh, we're all just gonna like, like be together and like, and then obviously it, it you know escalates from there. But there's some element of like, it's you know, all cults are bad. Right. I don't think all cults are bad. Yeah, that's a very culty thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> but we're in the cult of improv. Yeah, we're that's in the cult, a cult of New Jersey. Um, we're in the cult. Yeah, honestly, any like click in a community is technically a cult. Like if you have like this kind of thing, and it's like people who are like math religion. That's a major ass cult. Yeah. But it's not leading people to be you know drink the Kool Aid. I mean, actually, it well, does allow people to drink the Kool Aid. We live in a horrible republic where you know all of our political parties are out to screw us mm-hmm. the most they can. But this is considered <laughs> legal. Yeah. People were yeah, not people disbanding that. It. People get well. Yeah. 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 yeah fucking cult. Cold ass crazy people. <laughs> cult of America. Yeah. Grab my pussy, America. Pretty culty. Yeah, quite uh, culty, yes. Yeah. 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 Wow. I haven't heard that phrase in so long. God cult. bless it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Gosh. It was so good for like a period of time where that was like out of my head. Yeah. I was like, I'm so I haven't thought of bring that back to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's called oh, history. Yeah. 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 You seemed a little happy. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you just, yeah. I'm back now. I know you have a great capacity for death. So <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. Trying to get a lot of time. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's being interviewed? <laughs> <laughs> I like, I'm like, I'm Jesus. It's always Jesus. It's always Jesus. Yeah, we're just a reflection of God. Yeah, yeah. Day. Yeah, a good reflection indeed. Can I ask, what are your um, thoughts when it comes to God? Ooh, uh, I think that... Or what belief system in general, I guess you would have. Whatever it is, I hope it's gay as hell. Yeah. I, don't have, I don't have a real like thought about it. My parents were both agnostic growing up. Um, my grandparents were heinously religious. But that shit kind of was like, oh, my crazy grandparents. Yeah, religion probably is a bad idea. Yeah. I think my parents were right. Mm. Um, yeah, but like I just hope that if it makes people do good things, I don't give a fuck if it's around. Mm-hmm. You know, people are snakes whether you give them a religion or not. Like some people just do bad things. 
But if they feel bad about it or are maybe less engaged with doing bad things because there's somebody to tell them not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but I hope that whatever it is, it's gay as fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. This has been a wonderful conversation. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Ash. Uh, do you have anything that you want to plug? Any handles or anything that you want to like, hey, people, listen to this. Do this. Um... Hey, no, subscribe uh, to that Bible newsletter. Listen to Alan Watts. <laughs> yes. Alan Watts is a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, and have a great night. Yes, and thank you for listening to another LNH Studios Late Night Hump podcast. Follow all of our stuff. We have a lot of great events coming up. We're going to be doing a screening of our feature film, Beware the Horn, at Foreign Objects on February 17th uh, in Monroe, New York. So come out for that. We also have an improv show the following Friday. We are taking over your Fridays. We have your your Wednesdays with Hump Night, your Fridays. And also check out our website for all the Annabella's uh, House of Mozzarella comedy yeah. show shows that are coming up. Yeah, coming up February 4th. We got a great show coming up with Monique Latisse uh, of Monique's Comedy Club. Also, Sammy James. Uh, speaking of uh queer comics uh yeah. oh and we got into a new film festival yeah. garden state film festival yes yeah, so we there in march i think it's march 26th is the date yeah so, yeah come out to asbury park hang out at the beach with us and then we'll go watch the movies together asbury, asbury park is awesome yeah love it <laughs> yeah. bruce springsteen <laughs>